Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Border to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Get up. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler, Tim Shea, and Sam Schmitz producing the show. Because when I, you have a fine program like the Big Show, Leroy, mm-hmm. you got to have two producers. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. We're oh, live thanks. from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. I want to talk about this Packers depth chart that was released. Their yeah. first one. It says unofficial, so I don't, you know, there's stuff you can take away from it, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the team putting this out. It's not necessarily right, 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 Matt right. Lafleur and these guys putting it out, but there are some interesting things to take away from it. So that we're asking you guys what stands out to you about the first Packers depth chart. You can give us a call eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight on the Van Horn Direct toll free talk line. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. We'll also talk with Tim Dillard. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, so make sure you keep it tuned here to the Wendy's Big Show. Gary, what is there anything when you look at this first depth chart that really stands out to you? Uh, well, I mean, I, 
offensive line, really, I think you got to start looking at that and, yeah, and sure. looking at the replacements for Bakhtiari and for Jenkins. And who is your right tackle? I mean, if you want to go over the offensive line real quick, if you have it in front of you, I don't know if it's concerning, but it's most most certainly different. Yeah, so for, so first depth chart that they put out, they got left tackle is Josh Neisman, left guard John Runyon, center Josh Myers. The changeup that I think you'll be a little surprised with is right guard, they got Jake Hansen, and they're going to kick mm. out Royce Newman to right mm. tackle. So I agree, that is one thing that stood out to me when I first looked at this as well, Gary. Right, and I think when you start looking, we, we don't know. It's going to be a fluid situation, okay? So we don't know how it's all going to work out at the end. Everybody, they may shovel this thing around two, Absolutely. three different times. Yeah. But I, I still think they got to start somewhere. But still, I, I don't know if it's concerning. But I think that's going to be a revolving door there until they figure out who their best five is. Well, uh, Gary, to me, respectfully, I, I don't necessarily have to see jo- Josiah DeGore starting. But I don't know what that's what that's going to do for his ego and psyche to know if he sees a depth chart that Mercedes Lewis is ranked ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember Dave Brown, uh, he's a former defensive back, um, and he was giving me these understandings as a young player in my first, that was my first and second year, that sometimes coaches do stuff like that to motivate you, but then again, he said, you don't need motivation because – You'll be ready, but a lot of guys need that. And sometimes they'll, Gary, they'll say, "Well, if he sees that job, that's I need him to get that fire back." And sometimes they'll like they'll yell at Brett because they don't want to yell at Matt Hasselback. But he'll get it. You know, what I'm saying I got to yell at the guy or say something to the guy that can take it. They're messing with the young guy. You know what I mean? Correct. So mm-hmm. tight end is a position that I've always said I would love to see them upgrade. You have? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love hey, you still holding yeah. out hope for Darren Waller? Yeah. Or I you, almost went and tackled him at the, um, at the uh, Hall of Fame game and said, man, you remember Celtic Pride when they just like, kidnapped mm-hmm. Wayne's brothers and just kept him away from the game? Just gift wrap and put him on the luggage and bring him back to Green Bay. But so, Gary, what do you think, Josiah? Do you think he cares about? Because he's gonna play. No, he a lot. doesn't. He doesn't because he knows his role, and his role there will be go. what Leroy Swiss Army knife. Yes, that's his role. Yes. So they gonna start Mercedes. That's fine because we're gonna lead with the run game. But you Thanks. still gonna see Josiah in the game at the same time as Mercedes Lewis because he's your move guy. He's your fullback. He's out in the flats. He's your screen guy. So they, they they actually play different positions, but he's named as a tight end. Right. That's true. Well, and so here's one thing, going back to the offensive line, Gary, that stands out to me. So you've got a couple of rookies right there as your backup. Sean Ryan, Zach Tom, those guys. And I think the thing that the Packers did a good job of, but I still think it's a little concerning, is they drafted some guys with versatility on that offensive line. And they've done that for mm-hmm. years now. you got for years, yeah, guys that can kick thing. inside. Obviously, the poster yeah. boy for that is Elton Jenkins and being able to basically mm-hmm. play all five positions. But does mm-hmm. it concern you a little bit when you draft Sean Ryan, who played tackle but projects as a guard? Zach Tom, who's played pretty much all five positions and played tackle his last year in college, but mm-hmm. probably projects to shift inside. 
And now what you're going to do until you get that right tackle position figured out with Jenkins coming back or when Bakhtiari comes back and you shift Nijman over there, whatever the case may be, you're just doing another thing where you're taking a guy and putting him not in his normal position out there at right tackle with Royce Newman. And that's probably the thing that concerns me the most. I liked the fact that going into this season, I felt like they were going to be solid up the middle with Runyon, Myers, and Newman. I would have been pretty happy with those three guys up in the interior to solidify up there. But now you're kicking one of those guys out to tackle, and I wonder if that tackle position is just going to be a problem all season long. Well, we don't know until that's why you're going to have this revolving door here, so to speak. I mean, you you just they'll get it set during preseason. They'll go with it during the regular season. You're right. The Packers have always draft uh, guys that can play multiple positions on the inside. And we've yeah. seen that. I mean, you you look at even when uh, uh, Bakhtiari came in, played a couple of different positions. We've seen that with Jenkins. We've seen that with all these guys. Listen, uh, we've seen that with all these guys up and down. Corey Lindsley, uh, when they got, they, they thought he could play multiple positions. So mm-hmm. Josh Myers, they had him for a minute. He was a tackle at Ohio State. So all these guys can do different things. I'm not afraid of that at all. In the beginning, 10 years ago when he was doing his mess, I was. But now it seems that they've kind of got this thing down to a science. Listen, they had one of the best offensive line in the game last year, even without Bakhtiari mm-hmm. and Jenkins. Well, and I think that's the positive thing. We could have been maybe a little bit worried about this because Stenovich could have been gone, but they mm-hmm. promoted him to offensive coordinator, right. so he's still going to be had right to. here in Green Bay because you had to. to keep this guy. Because you're mm-hmm. right, even though they had injuries across that offensive line last year and moving guys mm-hmm. around because Myers mm-hmm. missed a lot of games too at center. And they did a phenomenal job of shuffling guys around, and it's, it seemed like it. I know it's not, but it seemed like plug and play. Like, you need someone to fill in, they'll step right in. Nijman, I thought, did a solid job at left tackle for Bakhtiari in different things. And, you know, outside of that fiasco in the playoff game where whatever they were deciding to do with that offensive line and shifting guys around that they hadn't done all year, I thought the offensive line played really solid. Mm-hmm. Now, can they do it again for a second year with the talent – not necessarily on the field, but in the training room. Yeah, and I would have thought the interior is 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 paramount because that's the shortest path to the quarterback. So, uh, and I was a, um, a little surprised. Well, I didn't know that Newman can play tackle. I mean, I thought he was developing young a young guy playing guard. Him and Runyon at your guards, admires your interior guys. You're set. Now, uh, which I think Bakhtiari will be available, if, even if you're thinking you're dead in the, um, if you're in the minority, think, well, I don't know. I, I'm a big David Bakhtiari fan. Now, Gary called him Bat-Tiari, but same guy, mm-hmm. so same folks. Mm-hmm. So, if he, Gary, if he's available, they're going to be so good running the ball that you're really not exposing these guys to 35 attempts a game. They're going to run the ball. And I think Matt LaFleur's system now, it's going to be so fluid. You're going to say, this looks different. Because mm. Gary and Steve, we got I think we got so many bets, but we got a, a quarter, just a quarter, because none of us have money, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be okay with 22, 23 attempts. He's going to be fine with that, because they're going to win a lot of games. I wouldn't disagree with you on that, but. Oh, now they're going to have to bet that. That's a whole, that's 75 cents. <laughs> Come on, man. Because I think the system is going to dictate itself. Aaron is still going to put them in the best possible position to make plays. 
So if it's a run call and the safety is not – now, the safety is in the box. Of course he got an mm-hmm. audible. That's not what we're saying. We're saying the other plays to where you feel like I got to get all the balls to Devontae. So you take Devontae away. Now, um, as Gary talked about, having both of them in the backfield and motioning out um, – Aaron Jones, and he can be a slot guy with Randall Cobb. There's a lot of things they could do. I'm excited to see this offense run. I'm excited to see Jordan Love um, audible and get his team in position because he knows this defense. For the third season, he knows this defense that Shanahan is running. They, they, I know Robert Solomon left, but it's the same defense. The only thing real quick before we go to break, because we should talk about defense maybe real quick if we have time on the way back because I have some thoughts on if we have surprises. Back to the offensive line, Sean Ryan, if these guys are Cole Van, um, the, what's the uh, Cole Van Layton kid? Cole Van Landon. Yeah. Him too, both of those fans. Mm-hmm. If you can get seven to eight guys rotation without Vitar and Jenkins, you're going to be great because these guys are going to get valuable experience mm-hmm. and you got to protect your investment, which is your quarterback. Run blocking, I don't think you have a problem. But there's ways you can do it. And I'm thinking, and I think Gary's right about the tight end position, what you're telling people, okay, we're going to run the ball because Mercedes Lewis may be out there first, but 81's running in really quick. He's run, Second play, he's in there. So I would sit, tell Josiah DeGroy, if I was to speak to him, don't even worry about that. Deion Sanders told me the same thing at Florida State. If you can play, they find a spot for you. Well, and real quick, real quick, we're going to hit a break here in just a second, but yeah. Mercedes Lewis as the number one tight end, how much yeah. of that has to do with the fact that there are questions across that offensive line? Yeah. Oh, man, you can, that's platinum. Well, that's question, man, boy. <laughs> you, you're too young to be going that deep. Go to break. <laughs> Go to break. We'll be right back. He's we'll a continue guy, talking right? about what stands yeah. out to you about the Packers' first depth chart, 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Twenties Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, and Leroy Butler talking about that first Packers depth chart. What stands out to you about Delph. it? 855-830-8648. You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. I want to tell you about Wendy's and their Strawberry Frosty. Get yourself a Strawberry Frosty, and the time to enjoy yourself is just built right in. So rich and creamy, a straw's not going to cut it. Well, finishing one, that's going to take you a while, so make sure you check your watch. Is it frosty time yet? And by that we mean, is it time for a moment with just you and your frosty? Kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer. These strawberry frosty treats are going fast. So when it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Wendy's. Tim Dillard comes up in the next segment. But till then, we're talking with you guys. You want to talk with us, 855-830-8648. Or tweet us at Big Show Network. Before the break, Leroy, you mentioned Mm -hmm. some things about the defense. 
what stands out to you about this Packers defense? Well, and I, and I think um, Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, is just done a masterful job since he's been here, man. I know they had the Saints game, um, uh, the first game when the Saints won it, and James Winston threw like five touchdowns. I mean, he had to get his feet under him, get acclimated with the system that he wanted to run. Now he has a lot of talent. So it's a lot of pressure on him to have the same defense the Rams have. Because to me, now, and I got in trouble in the room with no media, I said, listen, I know Aaron Donald, because we were rating guys, like the top five interior guys that are playing today. This is what the Hall of Famers And I say, hey, man, let's hold it, hold it. 97 ain't no joke, huh? Mm -hmm. Kenny Clark, Kenny. oh, yeah, that kid, the truth. So people are putting him up there with and rightfully so Aaron Donald because his first step. So I'm a big Kenny Kenny Clark guy, but the guy that um, you were thinking because they went out and got you know Devontae Wyatt, of course, and they had T.J. Slayton. You know, Dean Lowry to me. I'm gonna tell you something about Dean Lowry. The guy gets a sack when you really need it, and people probably didn't think he was gonna be the first one out there with him and um. Jaron Reed, but remember we talked about they're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. They may run some different fronts, some different packages. But this this is just based on an unofficial depth chart if they had to play today. This can change, as Garrett said, this may change Friday by the time they leave, or Thursday by the time they leave for San Francisco. It may change. But when you saw Dean Lowry in there, um, Garrett, because they got it like a defensive end type you know, the 3-4 system, I think. What do you think about Dean Lowry, Gary, being the first, uh, the starting defensive end? Well, I think it's a fluid situation. I think they're going to be running jokers in and out. Exactly. They're going to have, and that's why they got as many defensive linemen as they do right now. If you look yep. at the depth chart and the way it's situated, they want to run these packages. They talked about a four-man front at some point, but I think you're going to see a lot of guys that get into a rotational basis and you're going to see a lot of guys running in. Now, just they want to keep that defense as fresh as possible. They got guys can do a lot of different things, Leroy, on that defense. You look at, I think Preston Smith can play, put his hand in the dirt. Yep. Uh, I think Rashawn Gary can put his hand in the dirt. I think Corey Walker can put his hand in the dirt. So they got three backers, really, that can put their hand in the dirt and do some different stuff for you. Well, and one thing that I think is interesting with this, Leroy, and you can talk to how this changed the defense. Yeah, talk to Leroy. The, the base defense... <laughs> The base defense um, yeah. for the majority around the the yeah. NFL, you can talk about three four four three, whatever you want to talk about. That's not even All the base that. defense anymore. It's nickel. People live yeah, in the nickel formation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's what Gary. That's what Fritz uh, he liked and didn't like, because you mm -hmm. look at Rasul Douglas, you would think he would be the starting corner because um, he's earned the right to be the starter over Stokes. But Stokes is your first round pick who filled in for Jair, because Jair is one of the best corners in the league. Now, so you would tell Rasul Douglas, you would step to him, like you said to Josiah DeGora, don't worry about the depth chart. You're going to play a lot. Because he may play, and this may be giving away something, because I didn't look at what you were saying by Mercedes Lewis out there, maybe we're concerned with the line, by not starting um, Rasul Douglas, he's your slot 
star. Well, and does that worry you a little bit? Because Rasul Douglas is a little bit bigger, a little bit lengthier guy Mm -hmm. that he excelled last year on the outside. If you're going to move him inside, does it worry you a little bit about him inside there? They're going to run the football. When you get in them dime and nickel fronts, teams are going to run the football. You need a bigger guy in there that can stop the run, and he'll be perfect for that. I mean, he's a very versatile guy. I mean, his wingspan, I think, is something I want to see. But, Gary, to me, a guy I really have to – I mean, we got to see the next step for Darnell Savage. Amos, I mean, double A is the man because you got to have a grown man at each level, and uh, Adrian Amos is that. But it's time for me to see more from Vernon Scott. Not that he's 36. Right. (laughs) This guy has the size, the speed, everything you need for safety. Because if he can develop at a at an alarming rate, I can see Darnell Savage up close to the line of scrimmage. Now your two slot guys are 29 and Savage. Okay, you move Rasul Douglas and Savage. Those are your two slot cover guys. Man, that defense is powerful. Well, and I think if you look at this defense – you're getting nitpicky about what they're missing because their strengths all across that defense. Strengths. That might I be like the one word. thing that you could say is missing is a guy that can come down as a safety and play like a nickel linebacker because of the fact that they don't have a third guy that they can trust. So you're going to have Savage, you're going to have Amos, and they're going to have to play the deep half because that's just how it's going to work because they don't have yeah. a third guy that they can trust. But like you said, mm-hmm. Vernon Scott, if he can step up, maybe you can shift oh, one man. of those guys down into the box. Yeah. Sure, you might lose a little bit in size because maybe you take off one of these inside linebackers, whether it's Quay Walker. You're not taking Campbell off the field ever. But you, you throw those guys down there, and now you have a little more speed. You can cover the pass a little bit better. But I think well, so much of this defense is going to be predicated on these guys staying healthy. And if they do, I think you could see this as one of the top defenses in the league. Well, you can. Look at the depth chart. Look at your secondary. Mm-hmm. Rasul Douglas is playing behind who? Stokes. Well, I think yeah. he may be well, whoever and, comes well, out. He's he your nickel. To, I mean, he's your right, nickel he's guy, nickel, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Let, let me obviously. read you this. So let me read you this headline real quick from Ryan Wood. This is about 18 minutes ago. He tweeted okay. this out. Okay. An article because – after resurrecting his career, Packers knew moving Rasul Douglas to the nickel was a tough ask. So when his position coach texted him this spring, it wasn't a demand or even an ultimatum. Inside the position chains and why Douglas wants to stay at the nickel, you can read that at PackersNews.com. Ryan Very Wood nice. tweeted that out. So it looks like Rasul Douglas is going to be the nickel back. Yeah. yeah. He's your nickel. I mean, look at the depth chart. He's your nickel. Mm-hmm. He's not even well, not even a starter, but he they're going to start Stokes and Jair. Right. So then, Leroy, if those guys are starting on the outside, do you yes. think that Jair is going to follow the number one or are they going to leave him on sides? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, Jair has to follow the number one guy. I mean, but then again, it's up to the coordinator because the coordinator sets precedents and this is yeah. what I want left and right. Yeah. Yeah. But now, when you go left and right, these coordinators are very good. They can design plays against you and me because they know where you are. But if you follow their top guy, okay, now I gotta design plays to get it. I gotta create ways to get the number one receiver open. But if it's left and right, they'll just put Cooper Cup in the in the slot, and you need. Well, Leroy, you played guy. in the slot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved Why? it. Why? I mean, because I loved it for it gets me close to the quarterback for one. <laughs> but it would just give you an opportunity to really double guys that need to be doubled. You're more flexible. You can expect motion. 
you just into it. You get your uniform dirty. Sometimes when you play too far back, you just don't get in the middle of it. And every now and then you get a, a lollipop thrown to you. But if you got guys like when Tyrone Williams, he was our third corner. When he came in, okay, they're going to dime. Leroy's coming down. Eugene Robinson, but we're missing something. Uh, call Mike Pryor, see what he's doing in Indianapolis. He's just sitting there. We had to get a third safety. Other than that, I couldn't go up. Mike Pryor was amazing because he had great hands, which my hands were terrible. <laughs> and Eugene Robinson had great hands. And Andre Amos, great hands. Donnie Savage's hands are like mine. <laughs> so you got to figure out where does the, what are these roles. And when you see this kind of stuff, and because I've never seen a depth chart in the locker room, but coaches, as Ryan Wood is saying, they'll text you and let you know ahead of time, when you come to camp, this is what we're doing. So now you're going to lock it in. Go, guess who's going to be in those slots? Cooper Cup, Debo Samuels, all the top guys get all these balls that could be in the slot. So you, Rasul Douglas, guess what? You're going to make you're gonna make a Pro Bowl. You're well, going to be all pro. And you're going to get tested week one. Yes, yes. Justin Jefferson. Yes, and you want all the smoke. Whoever you put in there, I want him. That's what you got to have because you got to have the swagger to play defensive back because the safety position, to me, I may be biased, Gary, but it's the only position when you look behind you, you see the goalposts. Everybody mm. else has help. So you got to make sure you get the right guys. It's up to Joe Barry and the um, the secondary coach, uh, Johnny Gray, Jerry Gray. Jerry Gray. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out a way to guys to accept their roles because if a guy not accepting his role can hurt the team. 100%. We're going to take a quick break here from the Packers talk. We're going to talk with Tim Dillard from Bally Sports Wisconsin about the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh I'll try boy. to keep the negativity oh to Here a minimum, go, Gary. Gary. I'll try my best <laughs> to keep it. Here we go. We'll talk with Tim go. Dillard next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Money's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and Sam Schmitz, live from the Lakeland University Studios. This the Beastie Boys? No, they ain't no Beastie Boys. I know Beastie Boys. I got to be honest, I I know none of the bumpers, so I, I can't help you out there. It's time yeah. to get out to the Schneider Orange okay. Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com and bring in our guest from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, Tim Dillard. Tim, how you doing today? I'm good. How about, how about y'all? Doing okay today or no? Tim, one of these guys is really cranky. I'm going to give you a, a hint. He's the young guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not cranky today, Yes, you Tim. are. Get no, him, no, Gary. No, Get no, him, no, Gary. No, 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 no. He's pretty cranky. Well, here's what, he, here's, here's what we want to do. We we hate to put you on the spot, but Tim, but this this, this real radio sometimes. I, I just I just want to play this cut here by Mark Ananasio. When you heard it, tell me what you thought. Can you – you got it? Uh, yeah, give me uh, one second here. Give me one second here. Toby, uh, all-timers, you got it? <laughs> yeah, give me one second. I'll pull it up for you. So, yeah, pull, just Bulgaria, play this why you, real cut. Why you huh? want him to say something about the owner, man? We got to go to this podcast, man. We don't want the podcast to get shut down, man. Well, we, we well, I know, but we won't, <laughs> but we won't, we want it on our show too, Leroy, other than the podcast. I mean, we, we love him and everything. No, I yeah, want the here's, podcast. Here's Mark Adonacio talking okay, about the trading of Josh Hader. On the surface, trading of Josh Hader doesn't square with trying to win a World Series. That's another, I think, common criticism of this deal. Yeah, I think that you have to ask David about. And maybe you did, and if you didn't, you should. Because yeah, I know he also had a series of other trades that he wanted to do that you know didn't happen. And uh, you just have to ask him about that. That's all I, Tim, what? I, what? I was like, what, what did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you're hearing from a you're hearing from an owner that's getting pressure, right, from the fans of like what is happening. Yes, and, right. um, you know, I guess ultimately it falls on him, but you know, he probably didn't have a huge say. So he trusts his staff of people to, you know, put together the best team to win a World Series, and you know, and you have to think that Matt Arnold, David Stearns made the moves that they thought is going to benefit the team now and long term, but. I don't know. I I think it came out of nowhere for the Josh Hader trade. I don't think they had to trade him. I just think that maybe his value was higher now than it would be next year. And they tried to exploit that as much as possible, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think it's, I I think if the team comes out and continues exactly what they did, like the first week after the all-star break, if they win every single game, I think you'd be hearing less of this stuff. I think it just coincides with the team losing a few games. And then all of a sudden, you know, tempers get high, and here come the Cardinals, and they're up two games. So I think you're just hearing um, a man that just cares a lot, and uh, you know, just like the fans. Well, and Tim, I, I would agree with you. I would ahead, agree. Gary. I think it's damn if you do, damn if you don't, right? Okay. So Mark yeah. said, you know what? I got people. I hire them. I'm listening to them. That's their job. Do if you want to do that deal, do that deal. I trust you. And then yeah. on the other end, we get people. That oh Mark made this deal. He wanted to, he should let uh, he he should let David Stearns do his job. Then when he let David Stearns do his job, he gets smoke from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like when you fire a manager in the middle of the season. It's like if the team does well, then oh it was the manager. But if the team does bad, it's like oh 
maybe it wasn't the manager, right? Mm-hmm. So you just – it's two sides of the same coin, and the problem is that's with baseball. There's always coins being flipped. Well, and Tim, talking about this bullpen, because I think that's been a problem since Josh Hader's been traded, not necessarily that the new guys are struggling. You know, Matt Bush is struggling in his first couple, but the the bullpen as a whole, you have Devin Williams who'd gone 30 straight, and then he struggled since Hader has been traded. Can you talk a little bit about why this bullpen is struggling and then maybe what it's like as someone that's gone through different things? Maybe your experience is a little different going from the minors to the majors, but switching teams and then not maybe knowing your role right away with a new team. Well, first, I think they did a great job kind of leaving the offense and the and the and the dugout part of it alone because that team is really good. They're scoring five and a half runs a game since the all-star break. So the offense is doing their job for the most part, the defense is doing their job. I know there was a couple of mishaps late in the game the other day, but uh, this bullpen, we talked about it on this episode of the podcast that's coming out later today. But the big question is, you know, who's coming out of the bullpen in which inning? Like you just don't know. And I think we got spoiled, right? Cause we just knew it, the way the game lined up. You knew exactly who was coming out of that bullpen every single time, every single inning, you just knew it. And now it's kind of up in the air. You don't really know who's coming out and when. And I honestly, I don't know if the Brewers had a plan because we couldn't anticipate this last week or so of games of who's coming out. Um, and I think it's going to shake itself out. It's, it, it's, that's the way it is. As players, you kinda, you're kind of left to, hey, who's going to take over this role type attitude. Um, and I think you're going to see guys come to the forefront. Matt Bush looked outstanding. I mean, I don't know if you've seen better stuff out of a right-handed you know, outside of maybe Diaz with the Mets because he came out and was throwing just absolute fuel that was moving uh, the other day, proving that he has some of the best stuff in all of baseball. Um, and I think you're going to see Taylor Rogers get back on track. I think he was a little shook up with the trade. But once you start fitting guys in in certain roles, um, I think they're going to start to flourish. And coinciding that with an offense that, you know, hasn't let up one bit, it's going to look good for the Brewers. Uh, Tim, uh, who do you, uh, before I ask my question, who do you have on the podcast the next episode or the last episode? Yeah, on the next one coming up, uh, Adam McAlvey stopped uh, Prince Fielder, Ryan Braun, and nice. Jonathan Lucroy uh, for their uh, walk of fame and, and wall of honors. Uh, oh, it, nice. It's pretty good. I think he just grabs them off to the side and records with his phone because, you know, he was like, hey, do you think we should try to interview these guys? And Valley Sports Wisconsin was making me interview him like more formally. So I was like, yeah, if you want to grab him from the <laughs> pull him into the hallway, ask him all the good questions. But, um, but, you know, when these guys come back and do this stuff, it's really fun. But at the same time, to have to do all the interviews and get all the questions, um, that's probably the hardest part. They just want to come and hang out with their friends. But that's who we got, Fielder, Braun, Lucroy. And uh, I don't know, they're really good. It was, it was good to see him and good to talk to him. It'll be a fun little podcast coming out. Yeah, the thing about the Cardinals, they've won seven straight and the Brewers have lost two straight. And now they're in second place um, and, you know, down by two games. Sooner or later, the Cardinals may cool off. Then again, they won't. I think the Brewers play better when they're from behind. But my my question, Tim, before everybody gets their new role, because it's almost like a reset without haters. It's a reset in the in the it's, locker room. It's a reset, yep. Yeah, so guys got to understand you may get a new role now moving forward. How does counsel understand that maybe he may give a guy a role that may not fit? Will it take a few games for that to happen? Because I will say this, losing three to the Pirates and struggling with the Reds, I, I don't think the fans saw that 1-5 playing those two teams. 
Well, it, you know, you start looking at all the different things that happen in the game. You can almost pick out they found different ways to lose each time. But for the most part, it, it's been the bullpen that scuffled. And this is something that uh, the Brewers and Brewers fans are not used to. <laughs> for the last several years, it's been lockdown. Um, and now there has, yeah, like you said, a reset and people trying to, you know, grab their footing. But um, it does. It shakes out. I'm telling you, it happens to the, even the best bullpens and the worst bullpens. Eventually, guys are going to rise to the top. They're going to rise to the challenge and they'll get back on track. But, um, yeah, it, it's when it comes to the leadership and what they're trying to do, whether it's Council or Chris Hook, they're just trying to put guys in situations to succeed. And before you can know much about these guys on the daily basis it's like do we do lefty matchups with rogers or do we do righty matchups with bush and so you're trying to kind of navigate that rather than just say hey let's just try one game where it's this 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 no matter what you know that's what we had with fox burger williams and hater it was no matter what if the situation arise it was these three guys they kind of have to they kind of have to just jump ahead and say all right if we want to get to the end of this thing let's just put it and just cement it for now and see how it works uh, but I wish they would just let it happen organically because these guys are pros. They know what they're going to do. They're going to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I was a little surprised Omar Nabias wasn't traded. I know he's on a 10-day DL. And I also want to know, what's the role for Freddie Peralta when he's back with his stuff? Um, do you just make him a starter? Do you put him out of the bullpen to help those guys? I just It'll be good to know how that's going to uh, – because you talked about uh, – a Matt Bush having good stuff. If you can get Peralta where he was before he got injured, I think that'd be in good shape. Well, I mean, Peralta's thrown pretty well. He's pitching tonight. He's probably going to have a pitch count that's probably yeah, uh, maybe in the 90s. And, uh, and he's he's going to be a starter. He's an all-star starter last year. Uh, you got Woodruff pitching well since, I mean, outstanding, actually, since he came off the IL. Corbin Burns doing his thing all year. Quality start last time out. Um, I mean, that three right there is, is what you want. I, I, would, I think it would be a crime if they put Freddie in the bullpen. It may cause if he had some sort of setback maybe, but if he's on track, I mean, you just hey, put him in there and then mix that with Lauer. I think if you do have to do anything in the bullpen um, or, like, put a starter out there, I think you go with Ashby only because he's been absolutely phenomenal when he came in. When he came in against, I think it was the Rays. Um, I'm not even sure how far back that was now. I guess uh, – May or June, um, he was phenomenal. He struck out like almost everybody. Like that's what you can get from a guy like that uh, down the stretch. But as far as Narvaez not getting traded, I mean, he's been productive. And I think they probably see it as something he's going to come back from pretty quick. And uh, then they'll have their catchers rolling. But this late in the game, you don't want to start changing up too many things in the dugout, especially a catcher trying to learn all new pitchers. Uh, That's a tough gig. Yeah, well, and quickly, one final thing for you, talking with Tim Dillard from Bally Sports Wisconsin. This offense has continued. You know, I think a lot of us have been waiting for them to maybe fall off a little bit. But since the All-Star break, they've continued to hit well. What has been the difference for them in the second half? I think guys just being healthy. Uh, I, I, I Just now in the last probably month, are you seeing all of the team come back, get healthy like they were supposed to be, right, coming out of spring training? Um Hunter Renfro, you have to stop whatever you're doing and watch this guy hit because you don't know what he's – he may hit one out of the whole stadium. You just don't know. But he has that pop every single time. Course, Rowdy Telez, Adamas leading uh, tied for first in all the shortstops in home runs, I think second in RBIs. Uh, Colton Wong is on fire right now. Everything he hits is a line drive. Yelich getting on base at a clip of 413 in the leadoff spot. Like, there's so many ways they can score runs, and they're doing that. Uh, They're leading – uh, 
pitches per plate appearance, uh, the walks are through the roof. I mean, they're getting on base. They're going to get their runs. It's all about once that starter comes out, can they hold the lead? And yeah. we've been spoiled with it, and now it's become a problem. Tim, really appreciate the time today. Good stuff, Tim. Yeah, Thank thanks, you, boys. Hey, happy yeah. happy Hall of Fame, Leroy. That is awesome. Congratulations. I haven't got to say congratulations yet. Uh, thank you so much. I actually have a signed jersey for you. I've been trying to get it to you, but Toby <laughs> took it home. <laughs> Toby, you got to bring it back. you got to bring it back, Toby. I'll, I'll give Be it to nice. Tim, I guess, I guess, okay. since you brought it up. I, I can change. Yeah, I got a Sharpie. I'll change Toby into a Timmy. No big deal. <laughs> hey, Tim, appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, Tim. We'll get yeah, it to thanks, you. Boy. All right. You heard from Tim Dillard, former Brewers pitcher and analyst for Bally Sports Wisconsin on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and Sam Schmitz live from the Lakeland University studios talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers as we wrap up Hour 3 here. We'll get back into some Packers talk in that final hour. want to remind you to check out the Wendy's app and Wendy's rewards. The only thing better than eating Wendy's is earning more Wendy's while you eat. Check out Wendy's Rewards. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the app, the website, or at the restaurant counts for points. Every single dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. That's all you got to do. So check out the Wendy's app and Wendy's Rewards today. The Milwaukee Brewers begin a two-game set tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. And then the big series... Over the weekend, the Cardinals out in St. Louis. Gary, this is an important stretch for them. They really got to get this thing going. Well, they can't worry about St. Louis. They got to get the Rays. Take care of the Rays. Take care of the Rays. Cardinals going to take care of themselves. You, you got to get these two games against the Rays. Yeah, and I think this is so important because this is the stretch of baseball now where usually it's that last month of the season where you look at it and say, mm-hmm. all right, now's the stretch run. Their stretch run starts right now. It's, they're yeah. kind of already in it. Yeah. Like They've got to yeah. really turn this thing on, or if they're not careful, mm-hmm. they they're going to find themselves watching from exactly. home in October, and that's mm-hmm. not what we want. It's got, yeah, it's got to get turned up right now, Leroy. You're right. It's that time up. of the year. And it, it's they've got some tough games coming up because you got Tampa, you've got St. Louis, then mm-hmm. you got the Dodgers. So this is really the oh, time boy. to prove yourselves. You're the Milwaukee oh, Brewers. If you're going to make it into October, you're going to have to earn it. And, you know, Gary, we talked about this before. The Cardinals, we expected them to get things going in the second half, and they've kind of shown themselves to be able to do it. So now the Brewers are going to have to show it. Yeah, they weren't going nowhere. You knew the Cardinals going to hang in there. That's just what they do. Yeah, that's the Cardinal way, isn't it? Exactly. It's a a pain in the butt, but it's the Cardinal way, always hanging around until the end. Yes. So if you're the Brewers, you really got to turn it on. So they got these Tampa Bay Rays for two starting tonight. Hopefully the Brewers can get the win there. You heard from Tim Dillard. Freddie Peralta going to be on the mounds, working back into that full capacity as the number three starter for the Brewers. So excited to watch him. We'll continue to talk with Gary and Leroy about the Green Bay Packers as the final hour of the Wendy's Big Show comes up next.
You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.